Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Crefts Couch Pod. It's been a little while, like three weeks, I think, since I posted a pod. And a lot has happened. I, if you've been following my story, I recently moved about three and a half hours north, so north of Austin, into the city of Frisco. And it was a big change. I've moved around a lot, yet this one still seemed to take a minute to adjust to. So that's really what's kind of inspired this topic of leading through vulnerability and my upcoming masterclass. So I have a masterclass on August 23rd and 25th called Leading Through Vulnerability, really because I was starting to get how much force was happening that I was doing in order to continue to show up in the right way, to do business right, to look like I have it all together all the time. And is that true? No, (laughs) no one has it all together all the time, right? So I was looking at the energy of vulnerability and I was like, really, what is this? And what energy behind it could I choose that would be really effective, that would facilitate connection, acknowledgement, healing that really transforms in a different way than what maybe other folks or what I've chosen to in the past have done before, which is to kind of hide it or suppress it in some way. So If you're feeling pinged, I'd love to have you join that class. This masterclass is also included with the Courage to Choose membership. So if you are a member, you already get access to that. So with my Courage to Choose membership, folks get a live Q&A each month along with whatever masterclasses I'm creating, which are based on totally following the energy and what is really popping for me. So without much further ado, let's jump in. So... Moving, mm, wow, my head just exploded in so many different ways. My energy body was here months for quite a while before my actual physical body was here. And although I was really focused in attempting to make this move really seamless and easy, for some reason there was just still resistance energy within my body because I found myself just not feeling very energized, dealing with some neck pain and recognizing that, wow, I'm really going into a stress response here. Although I thought I had the stress managed, it was really popping up. And so I was looking at, well, what is this? Because, you know, I had made all the lists and kind of ticked off all the boxes of What could I choose to create total ease with this transition, right? Does that include full service movers? Does that include doing some cleaning of the house before we get to it, right? Really looking at who could contribute in order to make this seamless. And I was starting to recognize that I was, you know, kind of trying to control everything outside of me to make this easy, yet somewhere internally, it was feeling challenging or I was feeling stuck. I was just eager to be there. I was in a lot of resistance that it was taking so long. You know, it was, I don't know, a couple months from 
making an offer on the house to actually moving in. And I was just so excited to be in the new space that I was just ready to just leave and almost flee, right? And that's where we can kind of see the trauma response come up and that we're just really wanting to escape our current situation. And I did kind of work through my, with myself in this process of looking at, well, okay, what would it take to be just present with where I'm at now, be in some allowance of my resistance to being here and just allow things to happen rather than resist so much. And I definitely took the time to amp up other practices, right? Like acupuncture, getting my bars run more often, making sure I was going for massages, all those things to make sure I was kind of just managing and nurturing my body as much as possible. Yet it was just still somewhat of a challenge. And I'm I'm looking at like, you know, for what purpose am I sharing this story? It's really just to share my experience in how things maybe no matter how much you put into something that it can still be a bit of a struggle or we can still go into some resistance. And I want to share this, especially because being a consciousness facilitator, a psychologist, a mindset coach, whatever you want to call it, you know, this is the thing that I facilitate folks on and there's still stuff I'm working on. And so this is the vulnerability piece that I've been really looking at because lately, just when I was kind of scrolling on IG and in this moving process, I was just kind of seeing the same thing, the same energy over and over and over again. And it was just feeling like, what, like, wah, wah. And I, and I almost can't even put words to it, but I, I ended up kind of unfollowing a chunk and just starting to mm, curate my feed in a way that would feel good, right? I just needed less input at that point. And that's where the idea of the vulnerability came up because I was thinking like, well, how often do people talk about that or sell it? I mean, they, they say it in a way, but it, or, or it's like, we show up like, what is vulnerability? What, what is it? You know, I I was thinking the first thing that kind of pops into my mind is something about like, oh, I'm going to show up on, on camera crying, or I'm going to show in the moment when I'm experiencing emotion. And I'm like, is that vulnerability or is it something else? Like, what is it? And I always come back to, for what purpose do I share this? Because this is something, a question I ask myself often when I'm in in one-on-one client calls, because I really want to look at what is the driving factor behind what I'm about to share? Is it for own like personal, I just want to hear myself, like, or I want to like use the space to process myself? which is not appropriate for a one-on-one container, right? Yet folks really do learn from stories. And I've found immense benefit from hearing from other folks' stories when things work out, when things don't work out, not necessarily the text-by-text version. And so when I get, well, sharing this story will catalyze something in someone else, then that makes it functional then that makes sense to share it. And so I wanted to share kind of where I was navigating the energy because 
you know, that this is like, because this is what I do doesn't mean I have it always all figured out. I find it so easy for us to really like pedestal people, especially leaders, healers, coaches, right? And think they have it just all together all the time. And that can be a really mm, troubling spot to be in because it's just not accurate. It's just not true, right? People are learning all the time. And I've really recently got that, wow, I was really having a hmm, resistance to being vulnerable. And I noticed it, especially recently this last year, taking a lot of access consciousness classes and becoming a CF, you know, the way classes are run are, you know, following the energy and the questions the folks have. And so people come up to the mic and, and are willing to expose right where they're at by asking a question. And I noticed so much resistance in myself. And I was kind of like, what is this? Wow, I really have this desire to show up in a certain way that just looks right or looks perfect or like I have it all together. Look, see, you can trust me because I, I've figured this out. And I was like, wow, that is just actually so uh, guarded. That's such a guarded position to be in. And you know, just kind of looking back, I can get, I can understand why I function from that way, just based on how I grew up and being a dancer and then a psychologist where I was, you know, taught to be the blank slate and hold it all in and whatnot. And then I just saw something else, something else different within the access world and how you know, even the facilitators that run the company expose themselves as well. And it was in a way that was just, I found to be effective because I get there's, there's a spectrum here with vulnerability, right? It's kind of like, we want to share things when we're in a place where we can kind of we can process it, like kind of share our process, share the story, workshop it with you, with other people, but not when I'm in a place of I'm totally dysregulated about it. I'm bleeding all over the place. And now listeners or clients feel like they have to support you, right? Or they have to take care of you. That's not the place you want to be in. Now, no matter what someone still may feel that way, right? Based on their own projections or whatnot, they still might see like they have to take care of you, even if you're sharing something like this. But that's where I'm getting that kind of sweet spot is it's somewhere in the middle there, right? Where you can share something that you've, you know, it's maybe not right in the moment. Maybe, you know, and I'm thinking of even social media, maybe you do film something in the moment and then you wait until you come out of it a little bit better and then choose for what purpose do I share this? What will this create? Will this create greater in the world? Or is this me venting, dumping? Now, somebody yesterday asked me, well, so now is vulnerability just your guard down? And I wanted to say kind of a yes and no, because it is a little bit more than that. Because one could say, well, I have my guard down when I'm just like crying on camera and just telling people right where I'm at. That can actually be a guarded position as well. So hang with me for a second. So think about the spectrum we have here, right? We have either 
one may be super guarded, super walled up and not wanting to share, you know, kind of what they're going through, not laying anyone in. Now, all the way at the other end of the spectrum, you have maybe someone who is emotionally dumping, venting, or even I would say people pleasing is kind of on that end of the spectrum where it almost seems like there's no, it seems like there's no walls and barriers. Like people feel to be very uncontained, right? They're just kind of like melting all over the place. So somewhere in the middle is this place of presence. And it's really hard to even put words to because it's an energy, right? You just feel it. Think about someone that you are really connected to, or it's like really easy for you to feel like you're seen and heard and it's a really non-judgmental space. Could you even put words to it, right? It's just a vibe. It's a feeling. It's something you perceive in your body, right? That just kind of melts you. And so when I look at what that is and what it creates, it's like this amazing sense of feeling acknowledged, seen, there's no judgment, there's connection, and it's a space for people to transform, to choose something different, right? And so when we're in one of the ends of the spectrum of, you know, super walled up or kind of bleeding all over the place, we don't really have access to that energy. Now, getting back to the kind of people pleasing and the bleeding all over place as also a walled position. My point of view and sense about that is that when we're people pleasing, we're still trying to get a result, right? We're kind of trying to manipulate the situation to create what we want versus actually just being us. Similarly, if we're emotionally dumping or venting, although it may appear walls are down, we're actually still not present. We're not conscious of the current moment. And again, that's a walled up position because when we are really present with what is, we're staying in question and we're looking at what will this create, then naturally my walls and barriers are down. Now, when I talk about lowering your walls and barriers, I just mean energetically. So you can even just take a moment with wherever you're at and just ask your walls and barriers to lower and just notice what happens. Do your shoulders relax? Are you able to take a deeper breath? Does your body relax? It's almost like a sigh. And that's what I'm talking about being really present And it's a feeling of just being here and now. And when we're here and now, we aren't in the bleeding space. We aren't in the fight or flight mode, right? The kind of walled up position is very similar to this, you know, trauma response of preparing to fight or flee, or even when we go into a freeze mode, we have our walls and barriers up for protection. Now, it makes sense, and I get that this topic will come up more regarding the trauma connection to walls and barriers up in the class, but I just wanted to start to like kind of paint the picture for you so you got the idea here. So what would it take to show up as you online, right, and be able to still lead from this position, right? So it is kind of exposing these experiences, 
as well as kind of what did you learn from them? What are you implementing moving forward, right? Always coming from this kind of empowered, energetic stance, right? That's where I get the differences here when people are looking to be vulnerable, expose themselves, still coming from a place of choice, still coming from a place of, oh, what else could I choose next, right? Versus the other end of being disempowered and the world is happening to me. So what would it take for you to show up in this way, to show up with total ease and choose it? I I have mentioned before on here times where I've seen old videos of myself and where I was just, I was pretty robotic. I mean, I was definitely more in a walled position and I get that social media has been such an amazing tool to just continue to show up more vulnerably, right? Continuing to access more of me. And, you know, I'll hear words from people say, oh, you show up so authentically, or you seem more comfortable with yourself. And it's like, yeah, you know, that's just taken time. I can't even put the exact words to it because, you know, whether you call it authenticity or genuine or whatever, it's kind of like, it's more just access to me, right? Because it's like, we're always changing. We're always evolving. So what does it take to show that right where we're at right now? And so it's literally just taking time, taking practice, choosing these things over and over again and choosing them when I don't want to, right? It's kind of like, even this morning as I was getting ready, I'm like, okay, I'm going to sit down. We do a pod. Maybe we want to go live and things I haven't chosen in a couple weeks. And although they're not things that I've never chosen, it just started to bring up some like, Ooh, like a little freeze flea response of going into the exposure again. Right. So it's like, I get, you know, it's a muscle. The more you train something, the easier it becomes. So what would it take to just choose it? right? It's not like, I I mean, I read a quote today that I've seen a million times, but talking about like very successful people, it's not like they necessarily have more skills, more accolades, more credentials, whatever. They were just willing to choose it. They were just courageous enough to choose it and put themselves out there. So that might not look like one, like you chose it once and then you're good, right? I am choosing this over and over and over again. And every time I'm stepping into something of discomfort that I know, okay, I'm expanding. I'm expanding into something else that's possible. And that is the energy I want to dwell in. So I'm really excited to have this conversation leading through vulnerability and talking more about kind of energetically what that looks like and being the catalyst for something else that's possible. Until next time.